All right. This is Pastor Reverend Dr. Nathaniel Nat Brown uh, with the Voice of Faith podcast tonight. And we would like to uh, just tell you thank you for taking time to come by on our podcast. I'm a pastor of church in Sumter, South Carolina, called Walker's Chapel Independent Free Will Baptist Church in 99 Walt Avenue in Sumter, South Carolina. We are an independent Bible-believing church that believes in the King James Version of the Word of God. You know, at this time, our country's going through a lot, and uh, we need to pray, pray for all our leaders, pray for our country as it's going through this time of turmoil. But tonight I want to talk about the high cost of prayer. You know, the Bible says in Matthew 21, 22, at all things, whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing ye shall receive. Now, that's a direct command from God. Ask all things, not one thing, but all things. We shall ask in prayer, believing we shall receive. And tonight, I believe that with all of my heart. It costs something to pray. And that's what I want to talk to you about tonight. I want to talk about tonight the high cost of praying, the high cost of talking to God. In these recent years, we have heard much concerning the high cost of living, the high cost of butter, meat, clothes, and rent, but little has been said concerning the high cost of prayer and serving God. So tonight, I want to talk to you about that just a little bit. What prayer will cost you in the day that we're living in. Number one tonight, prayer, it will cost you time. It requires time to begin to pray, to get in the spirit of prayer, to get under the burden, to continue in prayer. And time is precious and God is God-given. And the Bible commands us to redeem it, to redeem times. In the book of Ecclesiastes, it talks about there's a time to dance, there's a time to sow, there's a time to live, and there's a time to die. And I do believe today, if this scripture was written today, it would say, Yes, and there is a time to pray and seek God. And I do believe that we're living in the age right now, yes, that we're in those days today, that if we ever needed prayer in our country, we need it now, folks. We need it right now. I want you to know that. And uh, so when we say about prayer is costing something, yes, it will cost us time. It will cost us time kneeling in God's precious word, seeking his word, talking to him tonight and saying, God, just meet every need, Lord, whatever it might be. Next thing, it cost us energy. Praying will cost you something. Intense and fervent praying is such a great task. It costs us energy. It is pouring out our heart to life and spiritual energy to God, the God that hears and the God that answers prayers. And I believe that tonight. And we go back to that verse we used just a few minutes ago. And all things, whatsoever we shall ask in prayer, believing we shall receive. And that's and if we ask in the name of Jesus, there's something about that great name 
of Jesus. And when we pray, you remember Jesus, he would get up early in the morning and he would go out and and he would find a, a, a comfortable place and he would pray. And it cost Jesus some energy and it would cost you and I uh, some energy also when we talk to God and we pray to him. So it would cost us energy and sometimes it would cost us some sweat. It would cost us uh, praying our heart intensely for the hurting people in in this world that we're living in today. There is a lot of hurting people today. Our country is going through COVID-19. And also now our country is going through some hate-filled stuff. And if there ever been, ever been a time that we all needed to exert our energy and pray, it would be this day that we are living in today. It would cost us time. It would cost us energy. And something else tonight, it will cost us, it will cost persecution. Prayer will not go unchallenged by Satan. Persecutions, opposition, and hindrance will come from Satan. Nobody has fired Satan tonight. Worldly people, and even from nominal Christian people, in spite of all this, and all these, it will pay to pray. Tonight, I want you to realize that you and I, we're not fighting, we don't supposed to be fighting against one another. We're fighting against principalities and the power of their. We're fighting against the evil one. And the day that we're living in, though, it seems like that we seem like that we fight in one another and one another is what it's not all about. The Bible plainly tells us that we are fighting principalities, darkness of the air, and the greatest persecutor of all would be Satan. And the book of Peter it says that your advocate, the devil, walketh about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. And folks, I want to tell you something. If it was left up Satan tonight, he would devour you, spit you out like I don't know what, like a piece of chewing gum. And tonight we need to understand when we pray, well, we're going to come against persecution and the persecution that's going to come against us will be that man, the Satan, as a roaring lion. It's going to come against us. Going to come against us. Next thing, the devil's going to say, you don't have time to pray. Next thing, he's going to say, you don't have the energy to pray. And see, that's one of the persecutions that Satan will bring against you. And he will put these thoughts in your mind about, well, you don't have time to pray today. You're too busy. You've got too much to do and, and all that. But the high cost of prayer tonight will cost you time. It will cost you energy. It will cost you time out of your day or out of your night. It will cost you time to pray and seek God. But remember, it will cost you persecution. And Satan is going to come against you big time. And he's going to tell you, as we said a while ago, and being repetitive, He's going to say, you don't have time. You don't have the energy. And if you want to know the truth, when these thoughts comes to you, remember that is Satan's persecution coming after you so you will not seek God. Always remember tonight, there is something about that name. 
There is something about the name of God. Even I think that the name of Jesus, even the angels in heaven stops and takes notice when they hear the name of Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Just remember, it will cost you persecution. Next thing, it will cost you humility. Now, what is humility? In other words, you need to humble yourselves. And the Bible gave a powerful verse in Hebrews 10, 36. For ye have need of patience, that after you've done the will of the Father, you might receive the promise. I don't know about all of you out there, but uh, I don't have patience. I, 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 That verse should have my name written inside it. Reverend Nathaniel Nat Brown should be written inside Hebrews 10, 36. Because when I pray, I think God just ought to put it on a TWA or whatever. Send the angel Abraham, Gabriel or Michael and just send it on down here to me. And But God's timing, I want you to know tonight, God's timing is not our timing. So Hebrews 10, 36, for you have the need of patience, that after you do the will of the Father, you might receive the promise. A person cannot be efficient in praying with pride in, in the heart. God would not hear a person who has pride in his heart, but he will resist him. And I know you're going to say, well, God hears all prayers. You better believe he does because in the book of Revelation, he says they see he has got everyone coming together that he's bottling these prayers up. But sometimes does God send the answer? Sometimes the answer is no. And that is when we get upset. We want to hear yes from God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. But never know. But sometimes we have to humble ourselves. The Bible says, but let him ask in faith. This is James 1, 6 and 7. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like the wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. And the seventh verse says, for let not man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord in these conditions. What conditions is he talking about? And James 1, 6 and 7, he's saying, you got to have some Hebrews 11, 1. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. But he said, if you come to God, God says you must come to him not with wavering faith. Because the seventh verse in James 1 says in the seventh verse, but let not man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord if he comes to God and wavering faith. So, now I want to tell you what. So, it would cost humility. It would cost you, once again, I want to be repetitive. It was going, it's going to cost you that energy when you pray without that wavering faith. And when you pray in faith, you say, well, uh, preacher, I don't have no faith. Well, you're calling God a liar because God simply says that he has dealt every man a measure of of faith. So tonight, don't let the devil tell you that you don't have any faith because you do. Because de- God has dealt every man a measure of faith. Something else I want to share with you tonight, and that is let me give you an example of how much faith you do have. And that is when you go into a room. And you look around, and there is chairs all around that room. Not one time do you look under that chair and say, and say, 
I don't know where this chair will hold me or not. No, you don't do that. Because you know why? That chair was built and established as a piece of furniture for you to sit in. So not one time did you think that that chair would not hold your weight. So I just gave you an example of how simple faith is. And that's having faith in that chair to hold you and not dump you on the floor. So let me, let me tell you this. Humility, humble before God. Sometimes that humility, praise God, just humble and say, and breaking our heart out and uh, getting rid of all the pride and all the things that we might have in our heart and just humble ourselves before God Almighty. And I want to tell you what, it will cost you humility. It will cost you, it will cost soul agony. All who have prayed earnest before the Lord know that they can always pray the best when their souls are burdened, when they have a problem going on, when they're in the valley and, and longing of the heart has inward agony. This soul agony will lead to agonizing prayer. When the soul is thus moved to agony, it moves to God. Remember Jesus Christ in the Garden of Gethsemane. When he prayed and he sought the Lord, he said, Father, let this cup pass from me. But he said the greatest words that's ever known to man when he said these words right here. Father, not my will, but thine be done. Remember the Bible says that the Lord Jesus Christ prayed with such agony that his sweat became as great drops of blood. So the Bible also says to pray without ceasing. You don't get the answer you want today. I pray again. You don't get the healing you want today. You don't get the miracle you want today. Keep praying. The Bible says pray without ceasing. Now, when I look at those three words, pray without ceasing, I do find out that that's agony. It's going to cost you something to go to God and time and time again and pray and look up to God knowing that he's going to somehow send you that answer where it's no, where it's yes, or where it's not now, or it's later, or whatever. It will cost you retirement. Now, when we look at retirement, we think of a person who's quit everything. But the person who never desires to get along with God does not know much about praying. He who never seeks to get along with God but desires social contact and to be with other people constantly does not rise higher than the people with whom he constantly associates. It pays to retire in prayer. The Bible says to go in your prayer closet. Pray to God. Close the door. Now, what is your prayer closet? Your prayer closet can be anywhere that you get along with God. It can even be kneeling down beside your bed at night. Praise God and just talking to him and say, Lord, it's been a beautiful day. The next thing, it will cost your, it will cost you yourself. What they mean, yourself. Yourself. The person who prays efficiently must completely yield to the Lord God and hold himself open and in readiness to be the instrument through whom he may answer that prayer. Glory be to God. I want to tell you something tonight. I On this, our very first podcast here, Tonight, we gave you the high cost of prayer.
And I will say this here tonight. If we ever came in a situation and a time that we need to pray, friends, it is now. If there's ever been a time that we need for the voice of faith to be heard, it is now, praise God, for us screaming out and praying to God Almighty for him to set us free. Praise God. And I want to tell you something tonight. This is Reverend Dr. Nathaniel Nat Brown saying thank you tonight for our first podcast on here tonight. And we thank you. If you would like to write us, I invite you to write to 99 Walt Avenue. You can put it uh, Dr. Nathaniel Nat Brown, Reverend Nathaniel Nat Brown, 99 Walt Avenue, Sumter, South Carolina, 29153. Also, if you have a prayer request, we ask you that you can write there also. Also, if you would like to join us in our home study course, we have a home study course called New Testament Journey. We would love to have you to have you to study with us at Bible Believers Bible Institute, and that's also at 99 Walter Avenue in Sumter, South Carolina. Folks, I want to say once again, thank you tonight for joining us on our first podcast on Anchor. Pray for us. Pray for our country. And remember this. We have a Facebook Live on Monday night at 7 o'clock. Please come by Facebook Live and Nathaniel Nat Brown and join us in a time of Facebook Live. And we call that Prayer Changes Things. Until next time, I want you to know thank you for stopping by on our podcast on the Voice of Faith with the Reverend Dr. Nathaniel Nat Brown. May God bless you. And we will see you the next time.